All right, fear comes to us all, but we must decide what we will fear. Now, I know you're probably thinking, well, my Bible says, Josue, that in, uh, in 2 Timothy 1, 7, that God has not given me the spirit of fear, but a power, love, and a sound mind. And in all reality, that is very, very true. However, we all do fear something. Because here, check this out. Either you fear the Lord or you fear everything else. So stay tuned and we're going to talk about how to deal with fear. Check this intro out. A lot of things been on my mind lately. A lot of things I've been ruminating and contemplating. A lot of things have been stolen and taken by Satan. A lot of things I don't know about, I'm just trying to make it. But he can't phase me. Forget the 10. My Lord God made me. I ain't talking Mike Gill word to the underground. Yeah, we making noise. And if you didn't know about us, yeah, we them boys. We be spitting smoke. All right, and welcome to the Heavy Revy Show. I'm your host, Josue Ibarra, and I'm so glad to have you guys on our segment, Tuesday How-Tos. Remember, this is a podcast where we sh- uh, unpack and share some heavy revies, or what we call, uh, you know, those are heavy revelations that are going to help you grow into the best version of yourself. And one way to do that is on our segment, Tuesday How-Tos, and keeping it really practical with y'all. So today we're going to talk about this awesome topic on how to deal with Fear. And just as I said earlier before the intro, uh, we all are going to fear something. Either we fear God or uh, we're going to fear everything else. Okay. And in this season, in this time right now, there's a lot of talk of fear going on, which is different things. And I just want to encourage you guys that, uh, uh, you know, there's, there's a good way to go about fear. And we're going to unpack that today. Day, okay. Uh, first off, for those of you who are new to the podcast, want to first just welcome you. Thank you just for uh, coming on board and checking this out. Uh, I pray you're going to be blessed and encouraged by this. Uh, those of you who are uh, pretty familiar with the Heavy Revy Show, uh, I encourage you to go ahead and subscribe uh, on YouTube or uh, you know download on iTunes Podcast. That would be a huge blessing for me. Also, if we've been a huge blessing to you, uh, if you can leave a review and a rating on iTunes podcast, that's actually going to help the podcast get uh, noticed more by people and uh, uh, especially just send this out to someone who may be dealing with fear right now in this time. So uh, let's go ahead and let's tune in and let's break this down on how to deal with fear. So again, uh, first off, uh, we, you know, let's unpack that statement. We're either going to fear God or we're going to fear everything else. So let's break down that word fear and what I mean by that. Uh, In the Strong's uh, translation of fear, uh, there's uh, a a definition that means to be afraid, to be frightened, to be, you know, uh, fearful. Or there's another aspect of having respect and having reverence. Okay, so when I say fear God, uh, what I'm saying here is that we have respect and reverence for God. Uh, in other words, we have respect and reverence for what his word and what his promise says over uh, the different things that come against us. Uh, and I want to encourage you guys that God's word uh, is, is amazing. One and two, it is very, very true. Okay, Uh, and if we were to respond to things that come against us as if God's word was true, we would live in such peace. So, uh, again, when I say uh, we either fear God or fear everything else, uh, in reality, we either respect and reverence God's word or we're going to be. And again, that's the other fear of frightened and afraid of everything else that comes against us. But if we truly, 
you know, know his word and we truly believe in his word, uh, it doesn't matter what's going to come against us. We're not going to be afraid. And uh, something about God's word and his promise for you, um, I just want to break down why you can trust it and why it's good. Uh, Psalms 138 verse 2, I'm paraphrasing here, it says that God puts his word above his name. So in other words, God says that, man, if my, if I were to break my word, uh, you know, I would not exist. You know, it's kind of like betting, uh, but you can't really, you know, people, uh, I've seen people play poker before and people are raising the bets and, you know, to put his highest bid on, he said, I'm going to put my name on this. All right. I put my name on this, that what I speak and what is written in this word is true and it will happen. So with that, we have to have complete confidence in that. We have to have, again, that respect and reverence of God's word, knowing that it's true and knowing that, you know, he's going to take care of us. And you know what? Everything else will fall to the wayside. You know, when there are things of uh, when the when the media is talking about, uh, you know, the market crashing or when the media is, is talking to us about the coronavirus, when the media is talking to us about all these different things that can become chaotic, man, uh, being my young 24 year old self, man, I lived through the swine flu, World War Three, through stinking coronavirus, all these different things. And it's and I can live in peace and live uh, at ease because I am operating under fearing God. And again, that's reverence and respect to what God has for me. Man, all that, I'm not going to be afraid of anything else. Because again, if you, uh, if you fear God, nothing else, uh, you, you'll fear nothing else. Amen. So put our trust, we can put our trust in his word because it's true. Uh, I love the scripture in Numbers, another uh just passage to look at just to remind ourselves that, you know what, God is true to his word and he's not going to lie. And it says it specifically in Numbers uh, chapter 23 in verse 19, it says, God is not a man, so he does not lie. He is not human, so he does not change his mind. Has he ever spoken and failed to act? Has he ever promised and not carried it through? Uh, man, I'm, I'm telling you, God's word is so good and so true. And the person who wrote this was, uh, wasn't even someone who was, uh, having fear towards the Lord. Again, that reverence or respect towards God. This person was trying to curse God's people. And he looked back and just said, Hey man, God's word is so true. Uh, he, he's not a man that he, he's alive. He's going to bless those Israelites. Guess what? He's going to bless those Israelites. And so with that, we can have complete assurance and complete confidence that God word, God's word is true. So again, just to unpack that, if we fear God, we're going to fear nothing else. Nothing else uh, will uh, are we going to be afraid of, okay? So let's, let's come down to this, uh, speaking again in this season right now, uh, with the coronavirus going on and everything happening with this, there's uh, two things to operate in, and either you're going to operate in fear, and this fear now that I'm referring to is being afraid and frightened, or you're going to operate in wisdom. And how do we decipher the, the, the two? And how do we know, hey, am I operating in wisdom or am I operating in fear? A lot of times uh, in, the, in our Christian circles, we use the word, ah, I'm walking in wisdom right here, uh, as a safe word. When in reality, uh, you're probably walking in fear. So let's really unpack that and let's really decide how do we discern, man, am I walking in wisdom right now or am I walking in fear? Okay, so again, fear, uh, and again, that's the fear that you're, you're afraid and frightened. Uh, 
when you're when a great way to test of man, am I really operating in fear or wisdom right now? Is uh, when you're in fear, you think there is no hope. Okay, let me say that again. When you're in fear, you think that there, there is no hope. So that's operating in fear. When you're operating in wisdom, you are, you know, again, uh, not that you're in a place of fear. You can acknowledge uh, the issues that are uh, occurring, but you are going forward with the truth of what God says. In other words, uh, you can uh, acknowledge the facts. The facts is that the coronavirus is, is a disease. It is a flu, and people are dying from this thing, okay? So let's not just blow this thing off like it's nothing. People have died. Um, and so with that, we can acknowledge the facts. And I know someone's probably thinking, hey, well, this way uh, people have died more of these other flus or the common cold or all these different things. And, yes, very, very true. But let's not treat this thing as though it's not actually killing people and people haven't died or families haven't lost anyone from that, okay? Uh, let's acknowledge it for what it is okay but the truth is that god's word says that by his stripes we're healed the truth is that romans 8 11 says that the same spirit that raised up jesus christ from the dead dwells in me and dwells in you so with that we don't have to we can see the facts but we can speak the truth and we can operate as the word is true because guess what it is all right so that's you know more operating in wisdom um and operating in fear uh, uh another good way it's when you're in fear you're not going forward with what god has called you to do uh when you're in wisdom again it you notice the facts but you're still going to go after that uh, a great way to break that down is in numbers uh me and a good uh, buddy of mine we were just talking about this uh this passage in numbers that's super deep and it's about the uh children of israel they're going after and going to take the promised land that god has promised to them and uh the thing is that there's some uh um obstacles in the way and so we're going to look at numbers uh chapter 13 and we're going to read verses uh 27 through 32 and it says it like this y'all um da, 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 da. and it says it like this this was their report to moses all right again they sent out some spies and some people come back and they said we entered the land you sent us to explore and it is indeed a bountiful country a land flowing with milk and honey here's uh the kind of fruit it produced uh, but the people living there are powerful and their towns are large and uh, uh, fortified. Uh, I butchered that word. It's yeah, I'm gonna let you read that one. Okay. Hallelujah. Pray for Josue to, to get some, you know, better reading and understanding. Okay. But anyways, we even saw giants there. They said the descendants of uh, Anak. It looks more like Anakin, but it's not Anakin. All right. Anyways, the, uh, uh, Yep, that word uh, <laughs> lives in the Negev and the Hittites, uh, the Jebusites and the Amorites live in the hill country. Uh, the Canaanites live along the coast of the Mediterranean Sea and along the Jordan Valley. All right, in verse 30, but Caleb tried to quiet the people as they stood before Moses. And this is Caleb speaking. He says, let's go at once to take the land. He said, we can certainly conquer it. All right. Uh, Caleb was speaking in faith, man. He was, you know, holding on to the promise of God. 
But the other people who had explored the land with him disagreed. And they said, we can't go up against them. They are stronger than we are. So they spread this, uh, this uh, bad report about the land among the Israelites. Now, what's crazy is in the, uh, the King James Version, uh, it says that they spread this evil report, that they shared an evil report. Now, here's the thing. When you hear this, they went and said, hey, man, there's a, this land is flowing with milk and honey. It's beautiful, man. The, the fruit there is huge. It's, it's big. It's awesome. But there's also some big people there, too. There's some big challenges, some big obstacles. There's some giants and all these different things. What they were expressing and sharing were the facts, right? That's legit of what is there and what is real. They weren't denying it. You know, they, you know, <laughs> they, they were speaking what they really saw. Okay. And the thing is, again, how do I know if I'm operating in fear or, or am I operating in wisdom? Wisdom for Caleb was saying, Hey, let's, I see it. I see those giants, but man, let's go take that land because we can conquer it. And why was Caleb so uh, wound up and ready to take it on is because he feared the Lord. He reverenced and respected his promise. In the sense of, it doesn't matter what I see. God gave me this word, so therefore it's not going to stop me from what God has promised. So again, if you're operating in fear, okay, you it's stopping you from doing what God has directed you to do, all right? In other words, okay, the, the Bible called that report that they shared of them disagreeing with uh, Caleb, who was in faith, saying, no, we can't take it, said that, man, you guys are giving an evil report. It is evil. And why is it evil? It's because it disagreed with what God said. Now, again, what did they state? They stated the facts. Again, what are the facts right now happening in, in our country and in this world? That there's a virus going around. Right. And it's new to us. It's new to mankind, uh, this this type of virus. OK. And it has killed people. OK. Let's not deny that. Let's not like, again, blow it off as, oh, it's nothing. No, it, it is it's actually put people in harm. There are actually people who who have family members who have passed away from this and people who are hurt by this. And and the state is, you know, operating in this this place of panic. Right. Those are the facts. But again, the truth is that God's word says that by his stripes we're healed. The truth is, no plague shall come near my dwelling. Nothing of that can harm me, right? The truth is that God is for us and not against us. The truth is that God loves us and that, you know, it doesn't matter uh, how everyone's reacting towards this. God is going to take care of us. And you know what? God loves us and he's not putting this, uh, you know, this disease didn't come from the Lord to harm us. You know, John 10, 10, the thief comes to steal, kill and destroy, but I've come to give life and life more abundantly. God wants us to have life and he wants us to have an abundant life. So with that, we have to choose, are we going to operate in fear, again, being afraid of what everything is being told around us, or are we going to operate in wisdom in the sense of knowing what is true and what is good? All right, here's one more thing I want to share with you about wisdom, all right, just uh, to be sure, man, am I operating wisdom? Because here's the thing, too, if uh, you have a cold-like symptom and you're sneezing over people, or you know someone who does have a cold-like symptom and they're sneezing all over you and you ain't washing your hands, um, you're being foolish. 
you know, you're not operating in, in, in wisdom, okay? And how do I break that down? Uh, it's another passage. It's in Matthew uh, chapter 4, okay? And this is a deep scripture. This is uh, Satan. He's tempting Jesus. Um, and this is what happens in, uh, again, that's uh, Matthew chapter 4, verses, I'm going to read 5 through 7. Verse 5, it says, Then the devil took him to the holy city, Jerusalem, to the highest point of the temple, and said, verse 6, If you are the Son of God, jump off. For the scripture says, He will order his angels to protect you, and they will hold you up with their hands, so you won't even hurt your foot on a stone. Okay? Now look at this. He's speaking the truth and he's saying what is right and that the Lord's going to protect him. But in verse 7, Jesus responded. It says, the scripture also says you must not test the Lord your God. Wow. Crazy, right? Meaning he's not just going to jump off a cliff just to prove, oh man, God's word works or, oh, this is awesome or, ah, oh, you know, I'm just going to do this. No, because he said, man, the, the, the scripture also says don't test the Lord. You know, there's another scripture that says that you can, you know, no deadly uh, thing that you drink will harm you, right? Now, if you're purposely drinking poison, yeah, that might harm you. But he's saying that, you know, in a sense of if someone were to, to plant something on you or do all these different things to you, hey, it's not going to harm you, all right? So all this to say with this, this thing going on right now, Operate in wisdom. Wash your hands, man. Take a shower. Uh, when you're sneezing, sneezing, you're stinking, you know, whatever that spot is, you know, in your arm. Don't sneeze in your hands. And you operate in wisdom, right? But, again, don't operate in fear in the place of where you're not willing to pray for somebody. I love Andrew Womack. He just gave an announcement to our, our staff at uh, Andrew Womack Ministries in Curious Bible College. And he was talking about how he uh, was praying for somebody. And he shook hands with someone who was, he was sick. His hands were sweaty and nasty. And he just prayed for him, hugged on him, and loved on him. But guess what he did after? He washed his hands, okay? There's practical wisdom in that, all right? So praise God, just just wash your hands. Do what you should have been doing, all right? Uh, hallelujah. So again, that is the difference between operating in fear and wisdom. A, a great way to define that again and decide what, which one you're in. Wisdom will not stop, or uh, fear will stop you from doing what God has called you to do. Wisdom will acknowledge the facts, but will speak the truth. So operate in wisdom, baby. All right, uh, let's talk practical again, how to break this down, how to deal with fear. Okay, again, know the facts, but speak the truth. Again, the fact is coronavirus is a disease that can cause harm. But the truth is, by his stripes, we were healed. All right, so know the facts, speak the truth. Don't be like the those other uh, Israelites who were just speaking evil, Again, why was it evil? Because it was going against the direction God called, but speak truth, all right? Um, and then secondly, guys, feed your faith with truth. Faith is something interesting. It's what you believe for. So when you operate in fear, you're actually still operating in faith. You're just operating in faith for what's going to uh, uh, terribly happen, right? But when you operate in God's kind of faith, you are saying, God, your, your promise and your word is true and it will happen, right? And you're confident of it. You're assured of it. And so when I say feed your faith with truth, you know, whatever you meditate on is what you're going to become. All right. Uh, powerful thing too, uh, back in, in numbers, I'm just going to go back there in numbers chapter 13. Uh, when the Israelites were talking and reporting to Moses, what they saw, um, it's in numbers, uh, chapter 13. And we're going to go back to, 
There we are. And as, as we continue down, I'm actually going to read uh, verse uh, 33. says, we even saw giants. Uh, they're the descendants of Anak, not Anakin. Uh, next to them, we felt like grasshoppers, and that's what they thought too. Again, in the King James Version, it says that uh, in our hearts, they saw themselves as grasshoppers. Therefore, that's you know how they were seen because that's what they meditated on. That's what they saw, and that's what they thought of themselves. Again, Scripture tells us as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. They thought of themselves as small and puny, and therefore, that's what they became, small and puny and weak. So when I say feed your faith, man, feed your faith first, first, first and foremost with the Word. Read it for yourself. Man, there's awesome teachers out there. I mean, I like to consider Micah one and myself one. And, and uh, man, it's good to listen to what we have to say too. But we're sharing just off the revelation that God has given us. Uh, an old tagline I used to say about the Heavy Revy Show is, you can't grow past your own revelation. And that's still very true. So you need to look in the Word for yourself and meditate and trust that God is true. Right? Feed your faith that way. Another way to uh, another way to feed your faith, uh, and again, I, I mentioned you know reading the word for yourself because that's primary, and that's how you should feed yourself. But there's other things you can do too. You can listen to awesome podcasts like again I mentioned uh, Monday message uh, yesterday. You can listen to Garrett Faith man uh, the Garrett uh, or Faith podcast Faith House podcast House Faith podcast. I don't have it on my notes. I'm sorry guys, but it's G Faith man. That dude's awesome. Him and Tiana. Love you guys. Um, but check out their podcast, man. They speak truth and they speak life. Check out the Heavy Revy Show. There's other, you know, awesome episodes on there that can bless you and encourage you and just uh, keep you uplifted. Uh, you know, go to freedomchurchco.com and there's some awesome teachings in there too from my pastor. A lot of different ways you can feed yourself, but just listen to truth, right? And some other practical things is, man, turn off the news if you have to. There's news speaking a lot of death and a lot of, you know, it's doing really a lot more prophecy. They're prophesying of what can happen uh, and not actually just speaking of what actually is happening right now. So, I mean, honestly, just, you know, turn off the news and just go for a walk. Pray. Uh, be around people who are not in fear. Be around people who are, uh, man, who are like Caleb's. And again, they, they're not de denying the facts, but they're just speaking the truth over those facts. And again, the truth truth is about everything that is coming against us that is destructive and wrong. The truth is that God is for us and not against us. And if God be for us, who can be against us, right? Who can come against us? Not this plague, not no disease, not no uh, outside world catastrophe, nothing, nothing. All right. So it's getting to the place where we decide, all right, that we're going to, we're going to fear God, meaning we're going to reverence and respect his word and who he is his nature because when we do that we're going to fear nothing else again fear god and you will fear nothing else amen again recap just on everything kind of breaking down uh just on how to deal with fear again fear god or uh, uh fear god and you'll fear nothing else reverence and trust his word as it's true because you know what his god has put his word above his very name and someone who wasn't even uh, a god-fearing person he was actually an enemy of god said man god's not a man that he should lie nor the son of man that he should repent man if he said it he shall do it if he spoke it he shall make it good Okay, how do I how do I know, man? Who's am I operating in fear, or am I operating in wisdom? Uh, the truth is, if you're in fear, you feel like there's no hope. If you're operating in fear, you know it's 
you're stopping yourself from walking forward to what God has promised you. And again, we saw that with the Israelites, with the 10 spies. You know, again, God get, told them, hey, I'm going to give you this promised land. You're going to take it. They saw it. They saw everything that God had promised was real and true, but they saw giants in the way. And they came back and reported saying, we cannot take this land. Again, they saw the facts and they spoke the facts. And God said that was evil. And it was evil because it was against what God had promised them. Okay. So that's operating in fear, operating in wisdom. Okay. Uh, wisdom is saying that, you know what? It, I can see the facts, but I must speak the truth. I can see the facts that there are some issues and there's some giants in the land. But the truth is, God made a promise and we can conquer it and we're going to take it. That's speaking out of wisdom. All right. And again, the practical side of things is just, you know, know the facts, uh, but speak the truth. Okay. And uh, feed your faith with the truth. All right. Again, you're always feeding your faith. Either you're feeding it fear or you're feeding it truth. And I encourage you to feed it truth. Because again, at the end of the day, when we fear God and his truth, when we reverence and respect him, we're going to fear nothing else. You guys are awesome. Have a blessed rest of your day. A lot of things been on my mind lately A lot of things I've been ruminating and contemplating A lot of things I've been stolen and taken by Satan A lot of things I don't know about, I'm just trying to make it But he can't phase me, forget the 10 My Lord God made me, I ain't talking Mike Gill Word to the underground, yeah we making noise And if you didn't know about us, yeah we them boys We be spitting smoke